Welcome to the first of our Cambrian SV debates in which we're going to be getting to grips with some of the basic strategic questions facing the Bitcoin world. We're starting today with a very basic question. Is a Bitcoin business the same as any other business or does the technology mean that different rules and different incentives apply? To discuss this, I'm joined by Ryan X. Charles, the founder of Money Button, and Jimmy Odom, the founder of Bitboard. Will you please welcome them to the debate? So, Jimmy, let me come to you first. Yeah. How different is the life of a Bitcoin entrepreneur compared to the life of an entrepreneur starting any other kind of business? I think there are a lot of similarities, but if we think about, you know, um, economies. They're driven off of uh, innovation and, and entrepreneurship, and that has to do with information. So sure, we make money when well, you should make money, but I think that this is the first time that we've had the ability in human history to truly associate the value of information. And so before, there would always be uh, guardrails or gatekeepers, right, or intermediaries who would assign the value of information. But Bitcoin being the open protocol that it is gives the, not only the ability to uh, assign that value, but to evenly distribute the information behind the assigning of that value. And so I think when we talk about records, I think it just, it's fundamentally different because it never existed until this time. So Ryan, what does that mean for you as an entrepreneur? Sure. So, uh, so I'll, I'll both agree and disagree on, on some points because I'm, I'm sure we see things pretty yeah, well sure. aligned. But um, I, I would go back and say when it, when it comes to like what is it that Bitcoin entrepreneurs are doing differently, I think insofar as they're acting uh, correctly, uh, it's actually the same rules of business and the same rules of economics that it's always been. So for instance, um, you know, the notion of a corporation goes back several hundred years. I don't know the timing exactly. I think it's at least about 600 years old, something like that. Um, even the people that went out and created ICOs and things like this, they incorporated. They picked a jurisdiction. They said, I'm creating a corporation here. They did that. That's still the same thing. So I think there's a, there's a, a lot of stuff where even in the cases where the, what they claim is that it's totally different, it's not actually totally different. They're following the same rules of business and the same rules of law that, that other people do, or it's just illegal and they have a big problem and some of those people have actually gone to prison. Jimmy, do you believe that there's actually a moral distinction between trying to build a Bitcoin business and trying to build a traditional capitalist business? So I wouldn't define it as a, uh, the absence or, or presence of morals. I do believe that you have an incentive to behave morally, right? And in Bitcoin. In, under the Bitcoin, or within the Bitcoin ecosystem. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Christian. I, I tend to speak a lot in reference to my faith. And I do think that all laws that, are, that men are governed by has to do with a higher power. And so the further you get away from the, the higher power and those rule sets, those primitives that are given to each one of us, the more turbulent mankind becomes. And so I think that Bitcoin is this really fascinating uh, discovery, because I don't think it was invented, I think we discovered it. And so I think that the, the, due to this discovery, what we find is that its fundamental primitives seem to correlate really f fascinating to those same 
uh, behaviors and perimeters that are from or assigned from the higher power. And so, you know, again, I don't think morality is the way I define it, but I do think it in terms of these base level truths. And Bitcoin provides really fascinating visibility into the behavior and habits of uh, those same uh, participants. Ryan, do you think with Money Button, are you sort of in some sense occupying the, the higher ground morally? Well, okay, that's, a, that's hard to answer because, I mean, of course, I'm tempted to say yes right away. I'll say that certainly I, I uh, do believe that there's sort of a right direction to go in. And I look myself as basically sort of having a wavering moral compass here where the goal is to kind of narrow in on what is the right direction and go in that direction. Certainly that's the intent. And I'll say that uh, uh, involved in things like business and the cryptocurrency industry in particular, I'll say that uh, certainly in my personal experience, I think that successful businesses actually by and large do follow uh, something approximating the right moral direction. When people don't do that, um, they create problems for themselves and for others. I think it's, a, I think it's like a, um, if they don't immediately see the problems by not acting morally, uh, you see that happen eventually. I think it's just a matter of time. But when you look at the tech giants like Facebook or Google, they start with these principles of you know, sharing things in the world and providing access to information, but that somehow or other, it seems to have sort of slightly gone off the rails, which is perhaps built into the whole system that they're working on. Now, is it possible that Bitcoin businesses will avoid those kind of dilemmas when they grow big. So I'd argue that uh, neither Google nor Facebook were ever pop propositioning themselves as moral standard bearers, right? Well, don't be evil. Okay, so you could say that, but you can look at their behavior and habits, right? So on one side, we're going to give you quote unquote free email, right? But on the other side, I'm going to mine your data and do so in a way that you are not immediately aware of its ramifications or repercussions, right? And so you'd argue, like, is that moral? Like, probably not, right? It's better to have an informed individual to make, you know, that sovereign decision. But Bitcoin behaves so much differently because it's all transparent. We are able to immediately see, does your action mirror your behavior? And I think that's really, or should, do your words mirror your behavior? I think that's the way I'd phrase that. Uh, and I don't think that's ever been possible. Now, if Money Button has a, a, a function, I can, my team can, my executives can look at that function, determine does that app operate as displayed or as claimed? And immediately the network is able to alter its behavior as an entire ecosystem away from service providers. So, you know, right, money button, Bitboard, we're all economically incentivized to tote that line of actually following through the things that we say. Yeah, sure. I'll say that, uh, you know, when it comes to companies like Google and Facebook, I think that uh, they, they like Google in particular because of the don't be evil uh, line that they have. Um, they, what they're really doing is they, they have a, uh, they latch on to some largely sort of, uh, let's say, ethical or moral, however you want to look at this, sort of sentiments and, and sort of directions and, and decisions and things like this. But they sort of like slyly cover up some of the things that they're doing that are actually, huh, that doesn't quite look right. There's something wrong here. Uh, so I, I, think they, I think they don't quite get the morality right. Um, I think that has a lot to do with how the fact that they can, they can continue with business models that are ultimately, I think, ulti I hate to be extreme in all this stuff, but I think they'll ultimately fail. Uh, they, they can't just sell other people's private data and have that be the way things work forever. So anyway, that's, that's how And I works. think that's what I, when I say that a Bitcoin 
uh, enabled business is not like a traditional enterprise, right? Um, there are different repercussions for behaving toward towards this network than there were with any other company. And so I think that the threat of uh, destruction, right, tends to loom higher over every single one of us that participate in this economy than it ever had historically. So I, I think that's true, but I want to I come back to uh, something about the cryptocurrency industry that, that seems extremely relevant to me. Because although I think that Google and Facebook have done a lot of things wrong, a lot of businesses in crypto have done things way worse than Google and Facebook, Fact. at least on a smaller scale. So the reason why this question matters are things like ICOs. So what people actually did was, oh, business is totally different now. We can just make a new coin that's based on the protocol, and people will buy the coin for the protocol. So what they really did was extremely disingenuous in the cryptocurrency, not everyone obviously, but some of these players in the cryptocurrency industry. It actually was business as usual. They were actually doing things that were immoral and illegal. They weren't changing the laws of business. They were just wrong. So that's what's not changed, right? So the proper path forward is create a real business. Did you go along with that? The general thesis, yes, right? But I think as I think more intimately about it, I think Bitcoin has the potential to solve these and remedy these problems, right? We see that with, when it comes to forks, right? An ideal, ideological difference emerges within the network. There's a, there's a split, a social division, and at some future date, it, on a long enough time horizon, those differing viewpoints will probably be resolved. Now, whether I'll see them in my lifetime or my children's children's lifetime, I think at some point, society will come back to, the, to, to, the, to a, a point of uh, 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 merger, right? And I think that each time, it's, it's, it's in the protocol to facilitate the division within uh, the human being, right? That's not the case with Facebook. That's not the case with Google. Each one of those corporations cannot survive a fork, right? If Sergey and Larry at the seventh year fractured, Google would not be what we experience today. But Bitcoin is the same today as it was pre-fork. Now, what we're finding is that the ability to survive and sustain itself, right, is being tested. That's all the benefit of strengthening the network. These are essentially white blood cells, right? When you, when you get sick, you, you, know, you heal yourself, you're stronger at the, the, the virus that's taking place, right? And I think that that's what it's built into the fundamental nature that is Bitcoin. This discovery, again, has never existed. We couldn't, whether it be a country, whether it be an ideology, you, those fractures probably have the pin to never I want to both merge. agree and disagree again. As I, I'll say that the, the part that I agree about is I, I think Bitcoin does actually encourage something good. So I think it actually does encourage uh, a better uh, morality because companies basically have to be more transparent and accountable than they used to be. Um, so it, it encourages the right thing. And in doing that, again, if the, if the, if like the law of a particular country is like, like well aligned with morality, then that means it's also legal too. In peer-to-peer -peer transactions, there's always the, um, you know, you have to trust each other well enough to actually make that transaction happen. I think we better call a halt to it there, but thank you both very much. Would you please thank Jimmy and Brian. And thank you very much for watching this first edition of Cambrian SV Debates. Thank you.